0: And hello once again, Chris Malone from the 98.5 KTK Morning Show. Here we go with your recap for today, which is Wednesday, June 21st, 2023. By the way, 1057 a.m. Eastern Time is when summer officially begins, as we have the longest day of the year today. But we started the show this morning to, to talk a little bit about what happens if you need an attorney and you can't afford one. And I'm not talking about, you know... Doing something that got you uh, in trouble with the law, and you actually need to have a court-appointed attorney—that is different than perhaps getting a will together, or trying to get back child support, or anything like that. Because the hourly rate for a, 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 a the average hourly rate for a lawyer in the U.S. can be anywhere from a hundred to three hundred dollars, and that can add up very, very quickly. And that's why uh, Congress created what's called Legal Services Corporation back uh, 50 so years ago. And basically, there are 132 nonprofit legal aid organizations that can help people that may not be able to afford that 100 to $300 an hour for an attorney. For instance, in the Ocala area, it's the Community Legal Services of Mid-Florida, uh, the Three, River, Three Rivers Legal Service in the Gainesville area. Um, a lot of people may not know this, but in order to be a practicing attorney in the state of Florida, you have to pass the bar. And one of the things... Um, I will say that the bar does a pretty good job of controlling attorneys, and they make attorneys give back, something that's called pro bono, which means that they have to kind of... Cut people a break every now and then, maybe give them a reduced rate for legal services or even free legal services. And that's kind of where these organizations come into it. Um, And they're the clearinghouse where a lot of these attorneys will do pro bono work for you. Um, You know, you'll have to do some income um, uh, requirements and what have you, but call ahead um, if you find yourself in a situation where you really do need some legal help um, because the law is super confusing. (laughs) <laughs> uh, these organizations may be able to help you. It can be very confusing. In fact, right now I'm dealing with a scammer who keeps texting me. Um, they are telling me that I have a Snapchat notification on my text phone. And one, I don't use Snapchat very often. So, And for the times I do know I use uh, Snapchat, I know that they alert me through the push notification, not by a text And if you go on your phone, of course, you get that particular number, and there's an unsubscribe feature there, or even an email you get. It's unsubscribe, Unless you purposely know that you subscribe to that service, do not click the unsubscribe. Because spammers and scammers will basically send things out on a block. They're looking for a a, a fish to bite the line, per se. And if you go ahead and click the unsubscribe, well, then they know. oh, not only are you active, I'm going to go ahead and bombard you with needless junk that's going to really ruin your day. So a couple of things you can do, uh, if you've never subscribed to a text or a email, um, instead of unsubscribing, is either to just simply delete it and ignore it, or you can try and block it. But I found that blocking really doesn't work because they just changed the number or the email address a little bit and you're right back to where you were. So, um, Kind of a cool thing, if you're catching this uh, recap uh, before uh, the 24th of June, there's something called the Golden Conjunction that will happen. In the Saturday pre-dawn sky, just before daybreak, five planets will be in line. You'll be able to see them. Saturn, Neptune, Jupiter, Uranus, and Mercury. In fact, you'll be able to see Jupiter Jupiter and Saturn uh, with the naked eye right around 5 o'clock Saturday morning. Right above the horizon, you'll see Mercury. And if you want to catch uh, Neptune and Uranus, um, you'll probably need some binoculars or uh, a, a telescope to see those. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order, additional term supply. I'm not crazy when I talk about adding a bar of soap to your gardening toolkit because, believe it or not, the bar of soap that has fallen out of favor in most homes in favor of the liquid soap can actually be quite a nice, useful gardening tool um, outside. And uh, generally, we tend like to think that when we're gardening that you get the garden gloves and that's how you garden. But there's sometimes you just really need to get your hands dirty. And before you get your hands dirty, uh, go ahead and um, rub your fingernails or dig your fingernails into a bar of soap. Pull back a little bit. What you're going to find is that the soap will get stuck in between your fingernails and your finger. And so instead of dirt being there it will be soap. Plus, it'll be a little easier to clean off. Um, need a little bit of lubrication on your gardening shears? Go ahead and rub that bar of soap on the hinge. It'll give you a little bit of lubrication. And believe it or not, uh, by uh, taking your, gar- your vegetable peeler or even a cheese grater and shaving off bits, little pieces, pieces of your soap and sprinkling it over your garden, that will actually keep some pests away. Um, not all of them, but apparently aphids, slugs, and earwigs don't like soap, as well as deer and mice. They don't like the smell of it, so that might keep them away from eating your gardening. Talked a bit about workplace jargon, and I'm sure these are things you've heard, like we need to move the needle, get your ducks in a row, you don't need to be drinking the Kool-Aid. These are all workplace jargon. And according to a recent survey conducted by LinkedIn, 41% of workers said that they have experienced a misunderstanding or have made mistakes at work because they did not understand what certain workplace jargon terms meant. Or that they may misuse the terms themselves. Additionally, 50% of those surveyed said that those those workplace jargon misunderstandings has resulted in wasted time at the office. So really what it boils down to is instead of using the workplace jargon, just speak in simple terms. For instance, instead of saying, hey, get your ducks in a row, which may be like, what does that mean? I mean, I see ducks. They don't always walk in a row and Most of the time they're swimming or they're just sitting or quacking. But, you know, you would also understand if I just simply said, hey, um, you need to organize your tasks and schedule them so that you're ready for the next step. That is plain English. Very easy and hard to misunderstand that one there. Or perhaps if you don't know what building the plane while flying it means, Google that phrase, that jargon. You'll find out that it means to fix problems before embarking on a new path forward. So, therefore, you can use these simple words to get the point across and hopefully save some time. And then finally, we talked about uh, pedestrian death rates are actually um, they're declining for the most part over the last 30 years, according to a report quoted by the American Academy of Pediatrics. But they wanted to bring light that the one area that uh, pedestrian deaths by vehicles are increasing are with our kids, age 10 to 19. And they say uh, a lot of times it's because, you know, they're kind of tenderfoot in a sense that they're not really understanding what's going on about cars. They, you know, they, they live in a world if they ride a bus that all the cars stop. Uh, and I want to say, um, maybe I was a little too hard on the University of Florida students, but college students in general, I think, are, are on this mode as well, is that they generally walk out in the middle of the road. Not all of them, but generally they'll walk out in the middle of the road because they just got off the bus. And they're used to that because... All through school, they get off the school bus cars are waiting for. And that's not necessarily true when there's no bus there or they're riding the city bus. But in any case, why I wanted to bring this up is that uh, as you and I, as parents with our kids really need to do a couple of things, especially in the summertime. Um, if they're you know uh, walking somewhere to like a friend's house or they're going to the store for something, you need to kind of go over with them a route that you and them understand as being the safest route. Maybe the one that has less traffic or has the furthest uh, easement back away from the road. Um, we need to teach our kids not to just walk out and jaywalk. We need to teach them to walk at designated intersections or designated crosswalks. These are where drivers are anticipating pedestrians to be there. And it's probably not a bad idea to have a brightly colored shirt or backpack when you're walking on the side of the road. And the report wraps up by saying that look, it's a twofold thing. Not only do drivers need to slow down and be more aware of their surroundings when we're talking about pedestrians, pedestrians themselves need to be more aware Of what's going on around them and not dart out in front of cars understand that it takes a while for a car to stop these are things that we need to teach our kids and we need to practice what we preach as an adult it drives me crazy insane seeing people just run across the intersection crazy insane because my kids are in the backseat now I have to re-explain that this person did something very very foolish and the consequences and while I may be teaching my kids that as I, as I drive i slam the brakes on so i'm not hitting somebody other kids may not notice that see what i mean anyways so um there's the show for today wednesday june 21st 2023 i'm chris malone and uh, always welcome your comments and feedback you can email me at c-m-a-l-o-n-e at odyssey.com that's a-u-d-a-c-y this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news